0: Global supply chain and logistics industry leaders gather, connect, and exchange ideas at IHS Markets' annual TPM conference organized by the JOC. In our new podcast series, Beyond TPM, we keep those conversations going, taking a deep dive into critical, rapidly evolving topics and the insights uncovered this year at TPM 21. I'm Alessandra Barrett the JOC's Senior Editor for Special Projects. Today, we'll be hearing from the Executive Director of the Port of Long Beach in California, Mario Cordero. Thanks for joining me today, Mario.
1: Thank you, Alessandra. It's always a pleasure.
0: What can we expect from the Port of Long Beach in 2021 and beyond?
1: Well, I think for 2021, you know, as I referenced at the State of Port, it's a year of recovery. Uh, we're not going to have complete recovery as a nation in terms of the economic metrics, but it's certainly a year that we're going to start uh, looking to better things. So for the poor Long Beach, uh, as the economy gets better, uh, I think there'll be more stability. I think up to this point, you've heard me say that we've had radical uncertainty, uh, but I'm looking for, uh, again, a year of recovery, more stability. And again, the commentary about the economy is going to we, have, we may have about 5% growth for 2021, uh, as opposed to the 3.5 contraction that we experienced in 2020. And, you know, right now what we're seeing is that consumer spending seems to be increasing now. There may be a movement now for, for that to be on a positive side. So oh no, it will be a better year.
0: The recent calls to prioritize the distribution of COVID-19 vaccine to dock workers was a topic in your State of the Port address. Can you speak a little to this element of the overall recovery picture?
1: Sure. Bottom line, I think the uh, men and women who have worked on the waterfront who have kept this cargo moving from day one, you know, there's no telecommuting there on the waterfront. They have continued to perform the very essential operation that, as we all agree, is value in terms of how that impacts our economy. So, accordingly, I think the, these frontline workers are essential and the vaccine distribution should take that into consideration. Now I wanna make clear that the priority with regard to the medical community, doctors, nurses, you know, our fire and, and police personnel, that priority is where it should be. So, but again, as we go down the line, I think we need to be paying a lot more attention to the frontline workers on the waterfront.
0: The port closed 2020 with a record 8.1 million containers and the new year is starting strong. How are you managing the current volume spikes?
1: Well, I think number one, as you indicated, the new year started strong. January, when you look to January 21 year to year, we're in a positive number of plus 22% in terms of volume. So I think, uh, you know, from my perspective, when you, when you recognize the, the record number of containers that have been moved, you mentioned 2020, that was our best year ever uh, eight, in excess of 8.1 million Uh, TEUs. We We need to put all this into context. I mean, this gateway, as you know, consists of two port authorities, LA, Port of LA, and Port of Long Beach. And when you add those two together, we moved here at the San Peter Bay complex in excess of 17 million TEUs. There is no other gateway in the nation that even approximates half of that number. You know, so considering that, I think we've done pretty well in moving this volume. Cargo that has come in. There's been a confluence of factors as to what led to the volume. Now, admittedly, yes, we do have uh, issues to address to make sure the cargo moves more fluid. Uh, but again, I just want to keep that perspective. You know, we have record number of, of containers. So, um, and it kind of tells you, uh, from my perspective, you know, as I as I've indicated, in my stay at the port commentary, you know, this Amazon state of mind that we need to have, you know, the consumers want their products tomorrow, if not tonight. So we need to keep on making these improvements to our capital improvement project and create further efficiencies with regard to how cargo moves in and out of our terminals here. And I'm very confident that given the collaboration that we've experienced, you know, uh, there's better days ahead on that. Absolutely.
0: So to that point, let's talk about preparing for the decade ahead. What are the investments, what are the plans that you feel are going to be most important to maintaining a competitive edge?
1: Well, for one, I mentioned uh, our investments in our capital improvement project. You know, if you go over the last 10 years, you know, we set this goal of a $4 billion investment. You know, some of that has come into fruition already. Uh, for example, in October 2020, we inaugurated our iconic bridge, the Gerald Desmond Replacement Bridge, which I call a bridge to everywhere because 15% of the nation's uh, loaded imports go over this bridge. And there's not a congressional district in the United States that can't say they received a container that went over that bridge. So in that respect, uh, you know, that $1.4 billion investment, again, uh, was finalized uh, here now for 2021. We're looking now soon, you know, within uh, a few months um, to inaugurate the state of the art terminal, the Long Beach container terminal. So we're looking at to the to the latter spring, early summer at the latest, but uh, that's another milestone that, again, to remain competitive, uh, you know, we're investing on efficiencies on our terminals and, and to address, again, capacity issues.
0: The Port of Long Beach has been an industry leader in environmental sustainability, going back to the start of the Clean Air Action Plan in 2006. So I'd like to touch on the progress being made there before we close. Can you give me an update on where the port is on emissions reduction?
1: Well, you know, we've had now the Cleaner Action Plan of 2017. And what we're doing with that uh, uh, Cleaner Action Plan, the latest revision of that is we're moving to eliminate emissions. Not a question of just reducing emissions it is going to zero emission. I think that's a lot of requests that we have here. Uh, absolutely. It's very, very doable. Our goal is to have zero emission and truck rates in 2035 and of course zero emission with regard to cargo handling equipment uh, by 2030. So at this point, we have a number of demonstration projects as it relates to cargo handling equipment. You know, as an example, we have the battery, the the Taylor battery uh, top handler uh, projects that we have here at the Port Long Beach, and additionally, all electric tractors. Uh, So I think we're making vast improvement in terms of the viability eventually for that equipment to be commercially ready. Now, right now, 15, 15% of our cargo handling equipment is already zero emission here at the Port of Long Beach. You know, Pacific Harbor Line, which is the inner rail line in the district, you know, they're moving forward now to present the lithium iron uh, battery technology and having an all electric locomotive. I mean, that's huge. You know, so I think that's coming down the line here. And again, last, as we move forward to uh, our clean truck plan, I'm excited about the the fact that the the goal is to have zero emission drayage by 2035, but frankly, I think we're going to get there a lot quicker. Uh, So these are the dynamics that uh, we are addressing at this point, and I think there's very positive news uh, in terms of uh, that plan of action. So, uh, And by the way, uh, I also want your listeners to recognize that there's no other gateway in the United States that has this dual objective of commercial growth. You know moving cargo fast and efficient, and at the same time, having on a parallel approach the ambitious environmental agenda that we have here. So with that, I think you're seeing more and more people not only in the corporate arena but in the te- in the port industry that are looking towards these environmental initiatives. So I'm very proud to be in a position that uh, um, not only I'm here at the port of choice, but of course, the port that's been the green port now in terms of many, many years, beginning with the uh, the, uh, the formalization of the Greenport policy back in 2005. So we're, our resume strong and we're living up to our commitment.
0: Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks so much for the update. I've been speaking with Mario Cordero, executive director of the Port of Long Beach. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by the Port of Long Beach. Beyond TPM is a production of the JOC, part of the Maritime and Trade Division of IHS Market. For more news, analysis, and business intelligence, For all things shipping and logistics, visit JOC.com and follow us on social media.